What's up, my folks? On uh, Good morning on this Easter Sunday. You're tuning in to episode 11 of In and Energy Podcast. Um, this week is going to be probably a little short one since we get, as we speak right now, we're about 20 minutes away from tip-off for the game study for today. Um, we're going to strictly mostly talk about things going on in the NBA, seeing that the playoffs is in full swing. Um for the set of games today, we got Atlanta going to Miami. We got Brooklyn headed to Boston. And we got Chicago making a trip down to Milwaukee. And we got New Orleans headed to Phoenix. Um, I'm going to give you my analysis and who I think are going to win the series or who I think are going to win the game today. But first, we're going to talk about the games yesterday. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers was able to beat the Toronto Raptors behind Tyrese Maxey's 38 points. I mean, I'm going to explain some of the other games, but to see some of the young players, at least to the start of the playoffs, come out with big games so far has been definitely good to the soul. It's to see, you know, where the NBA is going moving forward. Um, but yeah, James Harden had 22 points and 14 assists. Um, Joel Embiid had a decent game as well. For the most part, he was the main focus of um, Toronto's defensive game plan. As far as I was trying to keep a player in the paint to make sure he don't do Joel Embiid type things. Um, so that was definitely surprising to see. Tyrese Maxey had a type of game he had, but Philly leads the series uh, 1-0. I want to say game two will probably be tomorrow. Um, Golden State was able to beat the reigning MVP, uh, Jokic, behind Jordan Poole's 30 points in his playoff debut. Um, I think in the first half, he didn't miss. I think he was like 6-6 in the first half. So, I think that's going to be a pretty good series. I want to say, I think I'm, I'm probably going to, I think I have Golden State in five or six just because the, the Nuggets are shorthanded, of course, without having um, Porter and not having Murray. So, I want to say Golden State will probably win that in five or six. Um, going on to the next game, which I think it, out of all the playoff series, other than Boston and Brooklyn, probably be the most um, entertaining first-round matchup to watch, which is the Minnesota Timberwolves versus the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. I think that's going to, other than Brooklyn, and Boston, I think that's going to be the most entertaining series to watch in the first round. But um, the Wolves was able to pull out game one in Memphis behind Anthony Edwards' playoff debut, had putting down 36 points. Um, you had a lot of different things. You know, Cat also chipped in with 29. You know, he had the big dunk against uh, Jared Jackson Jr., um, of course, Jai also had the big dunk against um, what's this, uh, D'Angelo Russell. Uh, Jai was getting knocked around a lot in that game. 
I will hope that, you know, they're able to get their coof, as Morgan would say, get her, get their coof and are able to, you know, settle in and be able to play the game that we've seen them play out this year. Um, but I think I have Memphis in six. Um, going on to the next game. I think th- this game could be a wash because, of course, right now, Luka Duncic is um, out with injury with a uh, calf strain. And, you know, the calf strain is an injury that always could be tricky because if you don't, if you try to hurry up and come back from injury, you know, you could, you know, tear your Achilles because that's kind of how it started with KD. Um, before he tore his, you know, he had the calf strain and then, you know, he took time off and then he came back and then he tore it, you know. And from what I heard from when I was talking about with his injury, the Achilles is just not something you really can nurse back to health. It's just a matter of whether it's going to pop or it's not going to pop. Um, but the Utah Jazz was able to pull that game out with uh, 32 points by Donovan Mitchell and Bogan Bandanovich uh, chipped in. I think he had like 20 in the first half. But, you know, I honestly feel that if Luka is able to come back, probably maybe either game two or game three, then I think Dallas can really make this a series because even without Luka, I think uh, Utah only won by, what, seven points. So if that's the margin without Luka, I think Luka flips that into a win for Dallas. So if Luka is able to – whoever going to win this series depends on the health of Luka to me because – Utah has historically and to the point this season has always been wishy-washy as far as the playoffs. And I think if Luka can get healthy, I have Dallas in six or seven. Now, if Luka can't go, then I have Utah in six. No, I got Utah on five if Luka can't go. Okay. Moving on, we're going to talk about the games that slated today. Um, in about 15 minutes, we're going to have Atlanta and Miami. Um, Miami was 3-1 and one versus Atlanta this year. So, I think that's going to carry over into the playoffs. I have Miami winning this series in five. Um, for the most part, they got everybody healthy that was playing. Other than that, you know, a little shaky period where they lost like four or five straight. They ended up flipping that around after they flipped out on each other on the sideline between Jimmy Butler and Eric Spoelstra. Um, they was able to put a nice little streak together to end the season. And like, of course, I said, you know, everybody's healthy. Um, I think um, Jimmy Butler... It's going to be key in this series, you know, along with Tyler Hero. Um, I think them having Victor Oladipo back is big. So 
I got Miami winning this in five. Um, moving on to the next game, we got Chicago and Milwaukee. No, it's not the next game as far as slate. It's just that I want to say Brooklyn and Boston for last because that's the marquee matchup for today. Um, I have Chicago and Milwaukee. Milwaukee was 4-0 versus Chicago this year. Um, I think I remember seeing a stat on ESPN or FS1 that, sh- that against teams that were above 500, I think Chicago was like – Owen 14 or something like that. So, out of all the hope we had for Chicago to begin the season, as far as how well that was playing, um, they ended up being a disappointment. But I think that had more to do with injuries than anything. Um, of course, not the Owen 14 part. I just think they are a couple pieces away for maybe really trying to contend in the East. But I also feel this year could have been this year had they been able to stay healthy because, you know, Lonzo was done for the season. Uh, Caruso had the wrist injury. Um, I think Zach missed some time, and you really just had DeRozan and uh, Vucevic. So, and then Giannis is Giannis. So, they don't have a player on their roster that can do anything with Giannis. Most teams in the NBA don't. So I expect Giannis and the um, Milwaukee Bucks to dominate this series. I expect them to walk out this with a sweep um, or a gentleman sweep. I wouldn't be surprised if Chicago can manage to get one, but that's all I think they could get. Um, The next game is New Orleans headed to Phoenix. Um, I feel that the Pelicans, they're, they're, they could be a little bit dangerous. Now, I feel going into the next season, if they can get Zion together with the foot and the knee problems and all that and get his weight under control, I think the Pelicans going forward with the trade for C.J. McCollum, I think they could be a – dangerous team in the playoffs or a dangerous team moving forward, especially if they could add a couple pieces. Because with David Griffin, I just always think that, you know, of course, with Lonzo's injury history, that probably could have played into the why they decided to trade him to the Chicago Bulls. Or with him probably just not wanting to be in New Orleans, that could have been a big piece into it as well. But I think that was a mistake. Because just think about it. If you had the play of Lonzo, who is his trajectory is progressing, you know, other than the times that he's not injured, because injured, he's got better damn near every year he's been in the league. If you had that to go with CJ and to go with B.I., and then you got um, Zion down low, to go along with Jonas Valanciunas. And then all the young players that got on the bench. I'm trying to remember because he's new to me. I don't watch a whole lot of Pelicans. But number 15, uh, I think number five, and Jackson Hayes, like, they got a couple of good pieces. And if they can put that core together and keep that core together, 
even though New Orleans ain't the most sexiest place as far as um, cities in the NBA, but I think with what they're building down there, along with head coach, um, ah, his name is Stacey. Will Willie is it Willie Green? Yeah, I think so. Well, along with head coach Willie Green, I think they they're starting to build something in New Orleans, and I'm excited to see what they can do going forward, especially what that team can look like with Zion Williams. Um, but I think I I say I got Phoenix winning this game in five. Um, I think CJ, CJ and B.I., who are playing good off each other right now, I think they're good enough to get them one game. Um, and with the grit that the rest of the players on that team play with, yeah, I feel they're able to get them at least one game. But, yeah, I got Phoenix winning in five. Um, Devin Booker has been playing great this year. You know, Phoenix has been the best team in the NBA statistically and record-wise. So, they're my team to come out the West right now. So, that's my opinion on those games. But now, we're getting to the marquee because this is the one that they got slated in the first round. This is the marquee. This is the one that everybody been talking about. And this is the one that everybody want to see as far as the first round matchup. The Brooklyn Nets headed to Boston to play, to play the Celtics. I'm going to have my eyes glued on this one. Like, I, whatever going on at the time of this game, that's y'all business because this is where I'm going to be at. I'm trying to see this. This is the only thing that I want for the day other than food. Um, Boston won the season series uh, three games to one. Now, I don't know whether um, both of them played all the game. When I say both of them, I mean KD and Kyrie. Um, but I do know both of them played the last game, which was like a month ago, where Jason Tatum went for 54 and I think KD went for like 37. Um, yeah, I, I, I expect this to be a good one because uh, the way that the – way that, Boston can play defense, you know, with their ability to switch um, switch um, over every um, – damn, I'm, ha- I'm having a blank. I, I expect them to win because of their ability to switch defensively. Um, of course, Robert Williams' injury could be a big caveat and then the possibility of Ben Simmons coming back. Um, oh, Ben Simmons probably coming back – I think he definitely could give them something if he could give them like a 15 to 20 minutes a game or anything more than that because with him not being a offensive uh, juggernaut of a player and with his capabilities and skills being more on the defensive end and as a playmaker, I don't think he necessarily would have it would change for him to be able to do what he could what he could do well as far as being out there playing playmaking and everything. But I still think some of those things are far fetched because at the end of the day he hasn't played in almost over a year. So I think conditioning still comes into play with that. But he still is sixteen 250 and can run like a gazelle. So, 
anybody could use that. Um, but I have Boston in. Uh, I have Boston in seven. I'm gonna say seven. I want to say six, but I want to respect KD because. As we know, they're not the greatest defensive team, but when they need to, they show that they can. Because, you know, Ben Simmons' first game back in Philly, I think that was March 10th, um, after being traded to Brooklyn, they played defense that game. So it's something they can do. It's just all about their ability to do it. But I don't just think, Boston's going to win because they have the um, two of the best players. Because, of course, KD is the best player in the series. Now, to me, between Jalen Brown and Kyrie Irving, I probably would have to say Kyrie Irving is the better player. But after that, Boston got the rest of the best players. Because I would say Jalen uh, Jalen Brown would be the next best player. Then Marcus Smart. Then Al Horford. And then I'm trying to think who would be the next person in line on Boston. Probably Seth or um, Patty Mills. So, and then I feel Boston has a better coach. ML Duku just a better coach than Steve Nash. Because... He has more experience, and he was assistant coach under one of the best coaches in NBA history, and Greg Popovich. So, I got Boston winning in seven. Um, this is the series I'm most excited for as far as the first round because I know whoever wins this game gets to face um, Milwaukee which I feel that's going to be the one I got my eye on, whether Boston win or Brooklyn win. Um, So I'm excited to see what happens. But moving to the side, I'm going to side cap y'all before I get up out of here. I'm giving y'all who I think going to win the MVP. Everybody keeps telling me it's going to be Jokic. But if I had a vote, I would give it to Joel Embiid. Now, that's just, you know, that's my unbiased opinion and personal preference opinion outside of it. I think Joel Embiid should be the MVP, although Jokic did something that's never been done. I think he was the first player to lead his his team in all categories. As far as like 1K, 2K, and all that type of stuff. Um, but I think just Joel B's dominance throughout the season, giving you 40 burgers, 50 burgers, 30 burgers, also doing it on the defensive end. To me, that's where, as similar as they is, that's where the comparisons end between Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic. Because they do all the same things. It's just that on the defensive end, there's no pale in comparison. 
Of course, Jokic is the better passer, even though Jordan Embiid ain't no pushover when it comes to passing. It's just that Jokic is a better passer by far. Um, but I think Jordan Embiid should be the MVP because he's been doing it on both ends, night in and night out. Um, he was carrying uh, the 76ers and keeping them afloat before they made the James Harden trade. Because of course, at that point, he didn't have no second, no second in command. It was just him putting in, putting in work every night. Now, of course, that could go into the argument of Jokic because, of course, he's been out. He's been without Jamal Murray and uh, Michael Porter Jr. as well, but. I just feel that Jordan Embiid has been a better player. Um, as far as most improved player, I would have to go with either Jordan Poole or Tyrese Maxey. Because last season, Tyrese Maxey only averaged seven points a game. And you see what he did last night, putting a almost 40 burger on Toronto. So I probably would say it would be between those two. If I had to um, give the edge to one of them, I probably would either go – I probably would go with Jordan Poole. But I also just thought in my mind, hell, you could put Jai into that category. So if you were to put Jai in there, I probably would ride with Jai as the most improved player. Um, defensive player of the year – I would have to go with um, Marcus Smart of the Boston Celtics because he just change he just changes the attitude and the dynamic of that team with his ability to um, switch, uh, play on ball defense, willing to give up his body as far as taking charges and diving for loose balls. Um, he embodies defense in every facet that I could think of. So I would think he would be one of um, he would be my choice for defensive player of the year. Um, moving on to six man of the year. Uh, six man of the year, I would have to go with either Jordan Clarkson or Tyler Hero of the Miami Heat. I probably would lean more towards Tyler Hero because sometimes Miami's team offensively that can bog down, and you know he be that spark plug to lift them up. Um, so I probably would have to go with Tyler Hero as my sixth man of the year. Um, coach of the year, I would have to go with Tyron Lou, just because of where they were able to get to. And based off what talent he had to work with. Because PG missed most of the season. Hell, he missed the playoff game yesterday because of COVID protocol. Um, Kawhi didn't play none this year. Um, the, the team's roster was in flux with some of the trades they made. Um, I just think his ability to make in-game adjustments his ability to get the most out of the players he got is uh, why I feel he's one of the best coaches in the NBA, if not the best coach in the NBA. Um, just the fact that 
I just feel that like next year, now of course they say, now of course medicine has evolved since back in the day, so ACL tear ain't what it used to be. But if Kawhi can come able to be able to get his legs up under him and come back as um, the Kawhi we know and love, um, I think that. The Clippers can really be a player next year because they're a deep roster. I mean, you got Covington, you got Powell, you got Reggie Jackson, you got Marcus Morris, Zubox, um, uh, Kennard. Like, they got they got a pretty good roster. You got Man. So, I feel that next year they're, they're definitely a team to watch to come out of the East along, of course, you know, um, Golden, the Golden State is going to be there. Um, Phoenix is probably still going to be there. Um, so, yeah, I think that – but those are my picks for some of the NBA awards. I'm trying to see am I missing any awards that I can think of. I think I covered them all. But, um, yeah, that's going to be Episode 11 of Entertainment G Podcast. Um we got the YouTube on the way, so keep your eyes locked for that. Um, follow me on the Entertainment G podcast fan page. And uh, we're also going to be on Twitter and Instagram. So remember what I always say. It was off the brunt. It was off the. Ah! I, see, I fucked it up. But hey, I'm going to get it right, though. If it's was, if it was off the dome and from the heart, then what you say can't go wrong. So I'll see y'all later, and uh, be looking for me next week. All right, peace.